Got that idea in your head about some big dream? That idea that you can never achieve, not grabbing that fuel? Maybe maybe you should start with something a little smaller. Let's talk about small dreams. All right. Hey, guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show on this Friday. I hope it's going good for you. This is the day you've been waiting for all week long grinding it out trying to get here and now you are what amazing things do you have for the weekend what crazy amazing dreams have you been cooking up all week that you're going to execute as soon as you get out of work today what no way don't tell me you don't have anything amazing cooking you don't have that big dream you're going to fly off to vegas on a red-eye flight for the weekend come back a millionaire because you broke the house right there you are that's not where you're at oh man that's too bad but that's really that's really the gist of it right your fridays um the big dream that you have coming into friday is actually not a really big dream it's a it's kind of a small dream and you probably don't even categorize it as a dream it's just something you want to do But here's the ticket on that. There are a lot of small accomplishments that you can make in your life that will have massive impact on the quality of your experience, right? How great it is to be hanging out with the people you're hanging out with, to do the things you love to do. And and the truth is, because they're not categorized as dreams, we don't approach them as dreams. Here's Here's a question for you. What would you do if I told you you're about to be able to accomplish anything you set your mind to do? doesn't even matter on the dream scale. You can apply that, the dream principle, to any idea you have, anything in your life you want to improve. And simply by following that same principle, you can actually get it done. You can actually wake up every day knowing on Saturday that you got the lawn to mow, but because you've categorized it as a dream, all of a sudden it's like, okay, let's do this, right? Let's do this team. And the next thing you know, the lawn's mowed and it's it's not even 8.30 in the morning yet and you have your whole day ahead of you. All your work's done. Man, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know about you, but having the entire Saturday to go play, that's that's kind of a dream, right? If I mean, given what you did all week, let's talk about how you could actually use that that big dream mentality, shrink it down and make it fit what we often look at as just the mundane obligations of life. Guess what? You don't have to move to Florida to live the dream. You don't have to travel around the world to live a dream. Every day there's an opportunity to live a dream. Just small dreams. Let's talk about that. So I'm kind of contributing to this whole idea of the big dream, right? It's like you got to have a big dream. You got to have something cooking in your life that is simply so friggin' amazing you can't help yourself. And that's what drives the energy. And then I had an epiphany last night. I'm sitting here thinking about you. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that crazy? I'm thinking about you and what I can say to you to inspire you. And it dawned on me, wait a minute, the same concept that I've been talking to you about where you you pick what you want to do based on what inspires you or maybe what ha- what you need to get done, and then you build a great story around it, and the next thing you know, you've accomplished your amazing dream. And I'm laying there in bed, and I'm thinking, but what would happen if you applied that same concept to anything you need to get done, anything you want to accomplish or that, that, that will help you improve the quality of your life? And the more I thought about it, the more I realized I've been kind of failing you. And I guess it's not really a failure. 
I mentioned in the, at the end of most podcasts that part of the reason that I do this is to make sure I keep my train on the tracks, right? I don't want to run off into the gutter on some idea, some tangent that turns out later to be the craziest thing I've ever come up with, right? I don't want to misguide you. And more than that, I certainly don't want to misguide me. I'm having a pretty good time right now. Which brings me to thinking about dreams. And the truth is, you have the opportunity to create wins in your life every single day. And they're not the big going to Disneyland dreams. They're not the big spending a month in on the beach in Florida dreams. They're the everyday dreams. And in a way, I've kind of dismissed the fact that you you are living dreams. You are accomplishing dreams every day of your life. Let's face it, the idea of having a family and raising kids, I mean, that is a that is an amazing accomplishment. There is there's so many benefits and there's so much good that comes out of that. You got that idea in your mind of your family and the people you love and and what you have going on in your life. And and granted, you have a there's a we we all have a strong appreciation for the people in our life and the people we love. And oftentimes where the struggle comes in is we we incur these obligations without reason. And and then, of course, we don't really have a strategy for escaping them, for affecting positive change and moving our life in a direction that actually improves it, right? You don't, it isn't as much fun doing what you're doing now as what you'd like to be doing, and you can't seem to get to the fun that you're wanting to enjoy. I don't think there's anything that makes me feel better than a compliment from my wife. Sandy's a little stingy with her compliments. She doesn't compliment me a lot, but she does. And every once in a while, especially when it comes to stuff like this, and I'm just like, oh, wow. And I feel like such a winner, right? Because it's cool. It's cool. When you do something that other people don't understand, and then they, but they acknowledge you for the effort, it's, it's cool. So imagine for a second on this line of small dreams. Imagine what thing could happen in your life where you're like, you know, that's pretty cool. I really kind of like that. And and so you decide there's something in your life, a small dream, like say you want to be a better partner, a better spouse. How would you affect that change? Well, it's as easy as the big dreams. It's the same exact process. And the cool part about it is, in a lot of instances, it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take three years. It doesn't take five years. In fact, in some cases, it can take just a moment. And in that moment, you get to feel that exhilaration of being someplace where you have never been before with the person you love or that experience that you're having. And you're like, wow, that, that, was, really, that was really easy. Forget about being debt-free. Forget about all of those big dreams that I, kept, I keep talking about. Let's go ahead and shrink her down a little bit. And guess what? Stick around. You're going to be amazed at just how effective it is. And more than that, you're going to be like, damn, this really works. All right. Now, the first reality that we have to face is that this is not what we think about when we think about dreams. Let's face it. Just close your eyes for a minute and and think about some dream that you would have or that you've had in the past or that you have for the future. What does that look like? It's probably an out-of-body experience. It has to do with something big in the world, some major accomplishment that takes a hell of a lot of effort. And there's a good chance when you share that dream with people around you, they're like, they kind of don't believe it, or maybe they're like, yeah, go for it, dude, but it's not really a reality. On the other side of that same coin are the small dreams. And small dreams are just little, what we don't even actually have, we haven't been taught to categorize as dreams, but yet they are. 
in in the fact that that process for achieving dreams works the same with the little stuff as it does the big stuff. But of course, when you tell your friends about your little dreams, they're probably not going to be impressed. I mean, let me just set the stage for you here so you kind of understand what I'm talking about. So you're hanging out at the bar and you're talking with your friends and you're having a beer or two and and they're talking about their plans to go to Florida or how they're going to be debt free in five years or they're going to lose 30 pounds, whatever their big dream is. And then you... Having listened to this podcast, you're sitting there and you're saying, well, you know what? I got, I got a little dream. I like to work in little dreams. So right now, my little dream is to, to be a better dad. I haven't been spending enough time with my kids. I haven't been getting down on the floor and wrestling with them and playing with them, right? How impressed do you think your friends are going to be at that? They're not. Because our, our image of what a dream is, is on a grandiose scale. It's been painted not only by the ideas we have, but by the ideas we're given, right? I mean, what's the big dream? The big dream, the dream is to have a big house. The dream is to be beautiful. The dream is to own fancy cars. The dream is to be a millionaire. You don't hear anybody talking about the dream is to be a great father. The dream is to be a great husband, to be a, a, an amazing team member for the people you love. But if you're not like me, if let's say you're just average Joe and you're really okay with that, that doesn't mean you don't have the opportunity to execute on your dreams. In fact, that's the perfect opportunity to execute. Why? Because you don't have the distraction of the big dreams. Let's face it. I'm writing a book right now, another book. I'm working on the podcast. I got all this stuff going on and it takes a lot of my time. And what happens amid all of that? A lot of things that I value get left behind. Now, granted, I do my best to spend time with my wife and my family and and to engage my friends and to make sure that they understand how valuable they are to me. But let's face it, people who chase big dreams tend to isolate themselves and hyper-focus on those big dreams. What would you do if I told you this is your chance to become a superstar in your own life, to become a superstar among the people you share your life with, among the people you love? Let's, let's forget about the big dreams. Let's go after the small ones. All right, so um, uh, this is not a, in any way a suggestion that you forget big dreams. You do, you do need to live debt-free. That would really improve the quality of your life. It would improve the, your ability to make choices, broaden your opportunities in life. But let's just say that's not where you're at right now. you got three young kids. You're married. You have some debt. You have a job. She has a job. All right, let's go ahead and start from that bench point. What little dreams can you, can you go after in your life that will significantly have a positive impact on, on the experience of living? It'll make you happy. It'll make your life better and the people you love happy and make that whole thing make it easier to work as a team and to achieve those big goals well my recommendation would be for you to start with your relationship if you're in a relationship and regardless even maybe it's not an intimate relationship maybe you're in a position to where the relationship didn't work and now you're sharing custody of your children with your ex-wife or ex-husband I can't think of a better place to apply a little dream to maybe what would that dream look like maybe it would be the idea that you want to create some cohesiveness and some unity between your ex in order to make that whole interaction better, not necessarily for yourself, but for your children. I mean, let's face it, how much better would it be if you could actually show up at the door of your ex-wife, her husband or her new boyfriend answers the door, and it's a, it's a pleasant greeting, there's no hostility, no anger. 
you talk about what's going on with the kids open communication with your with your ex about your children you're in the loop on everything you know you can count on them and you know they can count on you and and the really wonderful thing about a little dream like that is you don't have to be afraid you don't have to be afraid of how angry or pissed off they're going to be how do you affect that little dream in your life to find that cohesiveness well just like the big dreams just like those monster dreams of living debt free or selling a house and buying a sailboat it starts with an idea that comes from within you You, you're not going to get this from someone else what do you value about that that is important to you if it's your relationship you value the fact that you can have a conversation with your partner, your wife, your husband about about something that you're facing, something you'd like to change, some issue you have in the relationship. That dream then turns to what could be the possible outcome, the, the story, right? The big story. Well, how, how amazing is it going to be when you can actually set some rules and boundaries so you never yell at each other again? So that you can set up a time when you actually sit down and your partner says a key word and you're like, oh, she wants to talk. All right, I need to put on my listening hat. I need to become a first responder and I need to hear what she has to say. And then, of course, the final step in that same thing is the action. Once she says it, you're like, okay, we keep talking about it. We keep talking about how we do it. We start taking baby steps. Maybe I'll be a little kinder. I'm going to help out more. That'll that'll make her happy. That'll make him happy. I'm going to be more supportive of his crazy ideas. That'll make him happy. And you start taking that action. What direction do you think that's going to take your relationship? Is it going to make it worse? I mean, granted, there might be a chance that it does, but if that's the case, there's there's something else at work here. I'm going to tell you right now, people don't get divorced and fight because their partner keeps doing too much for them. I, I got to, why are you getting a divorce? The judge says, well, because he does too much for me because she's always there. I come up with an idea. She sits down and, and we talk about it and she supports me because, and she's always telling me she loves me. Oh my God, I got to get away from that. Nothing is farther from the truth. The small dreams are how we create that. And the good part about the small dreams is when you sit down and you envision your life and look at a small dream that you haven't accomplished yet in your life, and then you you build that story around it and you start getting excited about it and you share it with people who are relevant. You say, hey, listen, this is what I'm going to do. And the best news of all is even when your the people around you, your partner isn't involved, isn't ready to jump into that into that dream machine with you where you're activating your your ideas and then you build a story around them and then you can't help yourself, you just got to take action on them. That's not stopping you. There is nothing that feels better than having the full and complete support of your partner. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, I see where you're saying. But let's face it, how often does that actually happen? How many times when you come up with some idea that they've never thought about or that's outside their comfort zone, have you actually gained that kind of a support? You don't. But the good news is you can still roll. You're driving your train. You don't, it doesn't have anything to do with them. If you want to put it full throttle in the direction of that small dream so that you can wake up excited and energized about your life, go for it. And they can just sit by and they can watch your locomotives go streaming past as you head to your destination. As much as we want it, the bottom line is this. Not every idea you have, not everything that you go after is going to be supported by the person you love. 
That doesn't stop you. That doesn't stop you from going after that small dream. Let's talk about how you get started in that, how you pick that dream, and how you move forward on it when your partner is saying, I don't want to do that. All right, so let's imagine for a second that you decide the small dream for you is to become a better, more cohesive couple. You want to become better team members, right? And you're, you you approach your partner with this. Hey, listen, I was talking, I was listening to this guy on this podcast and he said, you know, instead of focusing so much on the big dreams, let's focus on the small dreams. So that's kind of what I would like to do. What do you think? If you get hit with resistance from your partner, there's a good chance it isn't because your idea is a bad idea. Because let's let's face it. If you were to approach your partner and say, listen, I want to be a better partner to you, how can they resist that? I mean, that you're actually saying, hey, listen, I want to create a more cohesive, mutually beneficial arrangement with you. And your partner says, oh, I don't. What do you suppose drives that type of response? One of two things. It's either going to be fear or it's going to be selfishness. Because let's face it. Let's just say your, your, your little dream, your small dream is to actually have a better relationship. Let's take a look at what, what type of actions would have to happen in order for that to occur. Well, for me, it was kindness. I had to step away from my, my shield, my armor, and take all that off, and I had to be vulnerable, and I had to have candid conversations, and I could no longer hide behind my shame, Right. And then the other aspect of that is the ticket to having a cohesive relationship is to be supportive of each other. And the goal would be to make your partner's life easier. Now, what exactly does that look like? Well, I mean, what would make your life easier? What could your partner do in your life that would make it easier, that would accomplish that vision, that story you have around what your perfect relationship would be, that small dream? Let's see, they could probably do the dishes once in a while. Maybe it'd be cool if you didn't have to treat them like your seven-year-old son and remind them to pick up their clothes or maybe to rinse the shower out when they get done showering or maybe to fold their clothes or, hey, did you start the laundry or why didn't you stop by the grocery store? I mean, the list goes on. And if you have a, a partner who is resisting that, it's probably because when you take a look at the circle of responsibility, in other words, the role they play in creating that dynamic of an amazing relationship, you're probably carrying most of the load. It's probably nice for them. They got three days or four days off, and instead of them going, hey, listen, what can I do to make her happy or make her life easier while she's at work? They're laying around on the couch. They're watching TV. They're talking on the phone. They're going to the gym. They're doing all kinds of stuff that is totally to their own benefit. Is there anything you can do about that? Mm, not directly. You're not going to make your partner become a better partner or become more of a contributing uh, team member. That doesn't stop you. That doesn't stop you from embracing what you have, building a story around that small dream. And unfortunately, if you have a partner, a person you share your life with, your, your bestie, who doesn't want to get involved, uh, it's basically their loss because you get to rock your dream regardless of whether they want to be involved or not. Let's talk about how that scenario plays out because let's face it, the only one you need in order to capture those small dreams is you. Now, I guess I'm assuming that you would understand how it would go if you have a partner who's in the game with you. You have a team player. And chances are that's because they're already participating in it. They're already stepping up to the plate and they're taking care of business and they're making your life 
easier, but there are things you both can do to improve the quality of that small dream, right? To make that even more exciting, more energizing, more satisfying, right? But what happens if you have that other person and you, you it's obvious, they're, they're doing them, they're in a relationship, but they're selfish and they're lazy or whatever the characteristics they have are. They just aren't going to hear what you have to say, especially if it involves them getting up off their ass and having to contribute to your to your success, to your joint success. What do you do at that point? Now, this is where it gets tough. Okay, this is where it gets tough. And it's partly because we get in the habit of expectations. We know how we are, right? So let's say that you know that you get up and you have this obligation to clean the house and do the things you do. And of course, that those expectations are often forwarded to your partner, to the people around you. And what happens? The cycle is usually this. You're looking at your partner. You know what you want in your relationship and in your life. And you start asking them for those things and they keep resisting. They're not going to do what you ask them to do. It doesn't matter how many times you ask or how you say it or what you do. One of the first steps in surviving and actually being able to achieve your own dreams within the realm of a life that maybe isn't perfect is to stop placing those expectations on people that are unrealistic. If your husband has never got off of his butt and done the dishes, he's probably not ever going to get up off the off the couch and do the dishes. And if you ask him, hey, will you get up off the couch or would you consider doing the dishes once in a while? He says, well, no, I don't do dishes. I'm a man. Well, then obviously there comes a point when you just got to stop asking and you have to accept the fact that that's just not something he's ever going to do. If your, if your person in your life does not want to jump up every day and do the laundry or help you with the laundry or the house or anything that you, you value or you think would improve the quality of your life and his or hers, and they don't do it, there's a point when you got to stop fighting about it and you have to just accept it and say, you know what, as far as this goes, I am an army of one. And what you need to understand is this this first step, the step of stop expecting what is not going to happen from your partner. Why this is so important is because this is what this is the source of conflict. This is a core source of uneasiness within your own life. And when you stop expecting it, you can alleviate that burden completely. But then what? What's next? What happens when you have to finally acknowledge that they will never be a contributing factor? They're not a team player. They're selfish. They do what they want, and they make excuses for why they don't do what you want. What's the next step in this process of capturing those small dreams in the absence of a, of a partner, of a spouse who does not want to relinquish, does not want to join your team? I don't think it gets any simpler than this. Do you. When it comes to the choices you make in your life, doesn't necessarily mean you just disregard all of the responsibilities that you have to the people you love because that would completely derail what you have going on. And maybe there comes a time when that is the that is the option that you choose because in your small dreams, one of them is to wake up every, every day excited and energized because the person you share your life with is your partner. They are a member of your team and they are a strong member of your team. But for now, let's just focus on you. What can you do for you that will improve the quality of your life oh man it just clicked in are the wheels starting to turn you're like wait a minute i can have a good time even if he wants to be sit around be all pissed off yeah that's exactly what we're talking about let's go ahead let's go after some small dreams all right so where do you start all right well just take a minute let's just close your eyes for a second unless you're driving but just 
take a minute and think about one thing, one small thing that you would like to change about your life that you think would probably make it more satisfying, more enjoyable, more rewarding for you. Once you find that image, once you get that idea in your head, just just don't let it go. Just keep thinking about it every morning. Write it on your mirror in an erasable marker. Write it on your mirror. Go, I'm going to wake up happy every day. I'm going to take time every day to appreciate the people around me. I'm going to wake up every day with the intention to be a kind person to the world. And keep that story going in your head. And guess what? Before you know it, you're going to wake up every day and you're like, wow, it's not going to be a dream anymore. It's going to become a reality. And that's the benefit of small dreams. You're waking up every day and you keep expecting your your partner and your family to support you and you, you feel frustration and anger about that. You feel rejected because of it. How would you change it? What would be a good small dream? The dream would be to never wake up feeling that way again. To actually be able to wake up, enjoy the things you do because you value the things you do. How would that start? Well, let's face it. With them or without them, you still have to eat. And if you value a clean house and no one else is going to help you keep that house clean, then the only question you have to ask yourself is my dream to have a clean house. And if it is, then embrace it. Go after it. Do it. Enjoy your work. Enjoy your life. And that action will take care of itself. And before you know it, guess what? You're not spending any time worried about who's not doing what they're not doing. You're busy thinking about your small dreams, what you're doing and why you're doing them. And more than that, you get to spend time doing those things, enjoying how good it feels to do those things. Why? Because of the story, because of your, you have arrived at your destination. And you know what's really wonderful about small dreams? They don't require the support or the cooperation of anyone but you, which makes it even better for you because then you are in full control. And and in essence, that's where conflict comes from. When we don't have control over situations we value and we start pushing our values and our expectations on other people and they resist. And what happens? There's conflict. But if you assume responsibility for you, and more than that, you define boundaries that actually establish that you cannot make anyone do anything they don't want to do, that's going to make it a lot easier on you. And more than that, you're going to have some great stuff to work on, despite what the rest of the world does. Let's talk about some more examples, some specific examples, where you can apply small dreams to your life that will make a big difference. All right, let's talk about some examples that you can, where you can apply small dreams to your life. Let's, let's talk about one of the most significant aspects of our life, and that is our employment. It, it requires more time than any other thing we do in life, and oftentimes it comes with the most burden and the most stress. A small dream might be that you can actually wake up every day and feel energized about your life, excited about the things you do at work and where your work is taking you. How do you do that? Well, what would you like to see that would improve the quality of your work. There are two ways you can do that. You can actually improve the inner workings of your job, that is how you perform your job, the reason you perform your job, the goals that you set for yourself within that job. Or the second thing is you can establish small dreams that are outside that work. In other words, you work hard and it does isn't exactly what you love to do, but because you work hard, you have access to these other things going on in your life. 
with regardless of which approach you use, the idea is to generate a story around what you do that causes you to feel energized about it, to be excited about it. For that internal position, stop just being the person you are. Stop being the employee you are. If you're frustrated with management, then get all excited in your head. Start building a story about how you're going to learn everything you can about that job. You're going to become so efficient at that job that you take your boss's job, that you become the boss. And what's funny about that is most of us don't look at it that way. We, we face conflict and the struggle we have at, at, at work, especially with poor management, from the aspect of, oh, I'll just quit and find me another job. No, just, just move up. Get all excited. So, oh, and start learning and doing. And the next thing you know, guess what? You're going to be sitting right there. You'll be sitting. You'll be elevating your life by one step with one small dream. And how does it start? Pick it. Pick it. And then Build a story around it. Build a great story around it and go for it. And the best news of all about approaching your, your challenges from that standpoint is when you get excited and you have a reason, you're like, oh, I'm sneaking up on him. He don't even know. I'm coming for him, right? You got this plan and, and everybody's looking at you because all of a sudden you're not coming in all pissed off anymore. You're coming in and you're, you're making suggestions and you're, you're volunteering and you're learning how to do shit and you're getting better and better at it. And people are like, damn, he's fast. Damn, he's good. What's, well, hey, what's up with you, dude? Oh, nothing. I'm just chasing dreams right? And then all of a sudden, your whole perspective changes. And then you arrive at your destination. Once you get that win, once you get that win in one area of your life, be it your employment, your relationship, how you parent, how you interact with people around you, how you feel about yourself. Once you get that win, you will become unstoppable. I guarantee it. I got to tell you, I'm on fire for this one because it's like, it's like, you know, you, I work hard at this. I don't know if you realize this and, and I have this, this image of how this is going to go and I'm keep working towards it. And then all of a sudden I come up with this real reality just because of, I, because I spend time thinking about where I'm at and how life works. And all of a sudden I realize that the process we use for the big dreams can be applied to small things in our life. I'm like, hell Yeah. And what that is, is that's indicative of when you spend time asking yourself questions about how life works, why you believe the things you do, how the things you know can be expanded to apply in other areas, right? I mean, it's, it's just crazy cool the way life works. And that's why it's really important for you to wake up every day, find a reason to be excited, create a small dream about your attitude that says, you know, I'm going to smile every day. I'm going to say hi to anyone who looks at me because that will elevate your existence, that will elevate your energy levels, that will be a source of inspiration for you. And when you find that inspiration, it makes it easy to face those things you're not sure about, you're kind of scared of, you wish you could, but you don't know how to get started. Isn't that what we all want? To wake up with a smile on our face, feeling satisfied because the things we are working toward we value we love we enjoy they inspire us and we go to bed every night satisfied with how we lived our day here's one more chance for you to go ahead and step your game up 
Stop worrying about the big dreams. Start working on your skill set for the small dreams. Before you know it, you're going to wake up excited about the life you get to live. Hey, listen, I really appreciate you showing up every day. I appreciate all the support. And more than that, I appreciate the fact that you are willing to wake up every day and launch every action from a platform of kindness. Kindness is what drives the world. It'll make your life better, and it'll make the world a better place to live for all of us. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined.